Welcome to Fempowerly, where Christina and Michelle dish out life hacks to inspire your every day. I'm Michelle, and this is Christina, and today we are here to talk about balance. And as busy as all of us are, even in COVID and and home, you know, staying home and everything, we're still super, super busy. Um, We would love to share some tips that we think might help find some balance in our everyday lives so that you don't end up in the dreaded overwhelm. I, yes. <laughs> I mean, this could probably go on to like endless parts, I feel like. For sure. And we probably even talked a little bit about this in some of our other videos, like, you know, little pieces of it. Absolutely. But yeah. it's, I mean, it's a reoccurring topic because we're all running like crazy, you know, in our everyday lives. And I think the biggest thing when I talk to my girlfriends and even my clients it's always, I can't find balance. I'm juggling too much. I don't have enough time. I can't do the things that I really want because I don't have the time in my life to do it. So don't you always find yourself saying that and other people too, especially women, Mm -hmm. I don't have time or we feel guilty to make time to do that because we know we have all these other things to do Yes, and finding balance is super important. And again, just like some of the other things that we've discussed, it's really, and, and the purpose of our podcast is really just to kind of give reminders and tips and things, because some things we know already, some things are new ideas on how to do them, but it's really just a recheck. Like, Hey, you know, check yourself on, on this and that so that you don't find yourself in a place that's really exhausting. For sure. I mean, in my own life, I feel like I am definitely somebody who has had a hard time saying no, especially in business. So there are everyday things that I give myself. Like I really do have the best intention to find time to exercise or take a walk, you know, um, meditate. I know I do not look like a person that would meditate, but I do try. (laughs) So those type of things, but I will always typically put my clients ahead of my own needs because I hate to let somebody down. The truth is though, I go like two weeks of doing that where I've just over scheduled and stacked too much on my plate and I've not taken any time to do the things that really make me feel, you know, good. Um, and then I end up in overwhelm. I'm stressed out and I just kind of have like a, a like not a breakdown, but like mentally I'm exhausted and then I'm tapped out. You're tapped out. And then you have to almost like take a break from everything, which really loses you more time than had we figured out how to balance it in the first place. Like maybe either taking the time to do the balancing, um, exercises, uh, various exercises, or, or just, you know, learning how to say no to things that, cause as women, we feel guilty to say no. And 100%. actually it's, there is, there should never be any guilt because the guilt comes from us thinking that other people are going to think less of us. Yeah. And, um, if someone thinks less of you because, you know, you're trying to take care of yourself, then, you know, that's their problem. <laughs> that's true. I mean, and so that kind of brings us to our first little point mm-hmm. in this segment, Learn how to say no and don't feel guilty about saying no. no. Because if you continually say yes to things that you're either uncomfortable with, you technically don't have the time to do, then all you're doing is a disservice to the person that you said yes to, really, and a disservice to yourself. It's so true. I mean, what would they do in therapy? They would take you through and say, 
what'll happen if you do this and what'll happen if you don't. So what happens if I say yes, because I feel obligated and I'll feel guilty if I don't, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it not feeling great about it. Probably other things are going to be compromised, other things that might've been really important to us. Or if I say no, and I may feel guilty the first few times I learn how to say no, but say no, I actually have everything else that was important intact. And I don't go to that place where I don't feel good about it. So you know, and then we don't ultimately end up in overwhelm. So, I mean, there's a time and a place for no. Yeah. And I feel like as women, especially, I mean, there's, there are a lot of women who have mastered the no and, you know, they're idle. (laughs) Yes. Because those women have mastered the power Mm -hmm. of what it looks like to have a life that's balanced and they stay true to what's important. We're not saying like everything's a no. If you just don't feel like doing anything, it's a no, no, no. We're just but saying about it. It's okay to say that just can't work for me right now. Mm-hmm. I can't devote myself to it. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to pass and, and not and say no. Yeah. You know, um, you're maybe something it's at, at your kid's school. Maybe it's the third party in a weekend, you know, um, what else mm-hmm. can you bake this? Um, right. can you drive this over? Whatever, Whatever it, it may be. Sometimes you just have to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we just have to work on the shame or the the feeling guilty thing. You know, yeah, the guilt like, is the bad part. But yes. I feel like after you practice, it if a you've few done times, it a few times, and there's have some phrases. And to me, this is a really great uh, trick when we're all trying to learn how to do it better. Mm-hmm. Is to have what you're going to do in place in your head first, yeah. so that you know, and have a couple of sayings that would be appropriate, like. I'd love to, but my schedule is too busy right now, mm-hmm. period. You don't even have to say I'm sorry because you didn't do anything wrong. You know, you're just yes. standing on your ground very nicely, but you're just saying my schedule really can't fit that in right now. Um, you know, I'd love to if I could, Right. And period. And that's it. And you can always counter too. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of countering. You know, <clears throat> if you need someone for this, let yeah. me know. Or somebody asks you for something that's just not... Um, something that you can do. It's not an attainable thing at the moment, but there's something else that you could offer that might be a benefit. You could say, you know, Hey, I can't do that, but I could do this. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, kind of, I think alleviates the pressure that yeah, you, then you feel like I didn't, I didn't totally turn them down. Right. If it's something that's super important to you, you know? Right. And so, I mean, the guilt though, for sure, you've got to get, we have to work on the guilt. We we definitely do. And it's all a story we tell ourselves. If I say, no, they're going to think that I'm not a good person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who cares? Because you are a good person because you said no so that you could live a good life. Well, to me, I know if I say no to something, it means that I'm saying yes to something else that it has. And that's changing your perception. That's the way to do it. You really do have to change your perception. What Mm -hmm. does saying no mean? It means that I'm saying yes to my family and my career and the things that I've put at the top of my priority list. Right. It's just, you know, it's finding balance, which is what we're talking about today. What's another? Uh, finding balance technique that you like? So mine is disconnecting so that I can reconnect. I have a very hard time stepping away from my phone, stepping away from my email. I feel like we've kind of like been in this culture of always being plugged in, Mm -hmm. always making sure we know what everybody's up to and 
you know, never missing a beat. And sometimes I feel like it's just very overwhelming to constantly be scrolling and messaging and being, you know, in front of a screen. And so I've found that when I start to get like anxious or I'm kind of feeling like agitated or I just have to take a break, I have to put everything to the side and step away from it. Whether that means like what I personally do is I actually go out and I'll sit outside and I'll sit in the sun for like 10 minutes and I'll just sit there and just be but unplugged, not with earbuds, not with my phone that's going to vibrate, not with my Apple watch, just being alone. And so it's, it's pretty basic, Mm -hmm. but it's so helpful to me. It's true. And that's a really great example of what to do because uh, sort of unplugging and doing nothing, that's sort of your feminine side. Mm -hmm. And the masculine side is always doing, doing. And so that scrolling or the answering Mm -hmm. the emails and always being available to do the next thing or thinking you have to. Yeah. Um, So we have to take if we want to balance the masculine and feminine, then you do exactly the opposite. And that's to right. literally stop. And it's hard it is when hard. you're, especially a businesswoman, you know, when yeah. you're, you don't want to not be the quickest to answer a client or whatever it is, yeah. but being available all the time doesn't make you more valuable. So right. um, unplugging and going outside and getting in tune with nature is the best thing. It really puts everything in perspective for me. When I go outside and take a walk, my spirits lift, um, any challenge, um, it seems to come back into perspective again. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be inside ruminating about something, but when you go outside, you're like, okay, it's just that. Right. Well, it kind of just takes you outside of the element. Mm -hmm. It's like a break from what is, you know, giving you that anxiety or whatever. And I have just noticed like when I flipped my perspective to say, you know what? My email is going to be there even if I take a little break from myself. If my phone rings, if it's important, I'll have a voicemail. Mm-hmm. If somebody texts me, I can read it in 15 minutes. Yeah. That's fine. Once you train yourself to be okay with putting things on hold for a minute and taking time when you're starting to feel like anxious or just overwhelmed, it it becomes that becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I know like I've worked a lot. I am starting to feel a little like, oh, inside. I got to break away from this for a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's like drawing your ba- you know, boundaries. It's the same thing with saying no. It's sort of, you know, drawing a boundary for yourself. Right. And, um, you know, just really uh, standing your ground for what, you know, you yeah. know is too much and, and not going there anymore. So for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, boundaries, self boundaries for self awareness of everything. Yeah. We all need to be aware of our boundaries and stand up for them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like people will be a lot more respectful to you as well. If you are respectful to yourself and value your time Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. So that kind of leads us into just being, you know, a little more self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, self-awareness to me, I just, I know to check in with myself. Mm -hmm. I can tell when I'm getting anxious or I'm on work overload. I've had too many days where I have not had a day off or, you know, whatever the case may be. I, I have come to know like how to identify, like yeah. we're getting I'm close to, to my, to my tipping point. I got to figure some stuff out. And 
I don't know about you. I know that you are very regimented and you work out every single day. But that's really my morning routine. I'm pretty good on but yeah. the rest of it. You know, I definitely could do a little better, but so, and I'm the opposite. Like I'm very good about my business routine. You know, the things that we do in our home, we're, we're pretty good as far as like having the boundaries set there and the expectations. I am somebody who really values working out. But I'm telling you, it's the hardest thing for me to fit in. And I know I'd be such a happier person if I did it consistently. It is. It's hard. It's it hard is. to start new habits. Like, you know, because it's once it's a habit, then you're like, okay, it's on my book. That yes. time, every day I'm doing it at that time. But, you know, there's always other things that need to be done. So it's hard. It is. And I feel like for me, the working out comes down to like, okay, well, if I'm going to work out and work in the same day, then I need to work out before it's time to get the kids ready for school. So that means I also to need at... to go to bed early, mm -hmm. which means I need to have everything done earlier. And it's just, it's a very big it's spiral. A big, yeah, because that means your day has to end earlier the day before yeah. in order for you to start earlier the next day. For sure. And so it that's, I feel like that's the hardest balance for me. If I could tweak my life just a little mm -hmm. bit, I would be a lot more okay with saying, no, I, I work out on these days at this time, no matter what, right? No matter what, there's no brunch getting in the way. There's like, it's going to happen, but it's a struggle. It is. It will. And when you have kids too, it is. I do. Yeah. Yeah. There's additional I things do. going on. I have kids, but <laughs> I'm telling you, that's why I need to work out more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I know for me doing it in the morning, first thing early in the morning, I know has been the reason I've been able to be consistent because I've made it a habit and now I feel weird when I don't. And so if I did it in the other parts of the day because mm -hmm. of work schedule and kids and everything, I know that I would also, yeah. it would be so hard because things come up and you're just like, okay, the world isn't going to end if I don't work out, but this needs to be done. Right. So, yeah. I feel like there's always things yeah. that come up. And so I just have to be very organized to get it done, but it's definitely like on the list of goals as far yeah. as like making it a priority. So our next chat about finding balance is scheduling your favorite things. Yeah. So for me, one of my very favorite things is meeting up with close friends and having like a brunch, coffee, a wine date. I, I feel like I do those things pretty frequently now. I might not have the working out down, but I have coffee and right. wine down to <laughs> science. I'm going to get my social it time It is in. like therapy it for is. women, I really believe. I read an article once, I don't remember where, that they said that women really, to be optimally, like emotionally healthy, we need like two friend dates of some sort a week where we have that time that we can like really talk to yeah. other females that we trust and just laugh about mm -hmm. things and, you know, let get it off of our chest. Yeah. So that's I feel so like, important. Do, like, do you feel like you work for, we work for ourselves and I feel like sometimes that can be just a little bit lonely. So maybe, you know, if you have a great True. office staff and you have like a relationship you make it your social there, yeah, you can get your coffee time and all that good stuff there. And I think like in a lot of business places, there's happy hours and things like that. After and if you love hour. the people you work with and you're fortunate in yeah. that way, you, you may even get your fill mostly from that. Right. But when you're in a situation like we are, where you work by yourself for yourself, mm -hmm. um, it is, it's, it's challenging. It is. Or our stay at home moms. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. 
Well, so, Oprah was my friend every day at 4 p.m. when I my did. kids were little. I, I did like <laughs> Oprah as well. But I just feel like there's like... If she never talked about... We, I, we didn't have a conversation. She didn't though. answer you yeah. back. Michelle thought she did. I know I did. She thought she was talking to her. <laughs> um, no, I love Oprah. But I feel like if you are at home, and you're especially if you're taking care of little kids, you've got to have an outlet. You have to have a way. Like, even if it's just a girlfriend coming over to your house For and coffee. You're having yes. coffee and sweatpants yes. and dishing about whatever, that to me is the, one of the most valuable things in life is those key friendships that kind of just give you like that outlet to mm-hmm. like let everything out and be whoever you are. And I feel like mentally it's, it's so validating and it's, yeah. you know, venting and, and getting things off to someone that's, you know, just there to support and agree and go, yes, me too. Yes. You know, yes. it just feels so good. So and then much. you can kind of let things go a little bit, you know, after that. It's well, there's a big release when you get to kind of mm-hmm. just dish with your girlfriend so I'm, that's mine. I'm a big, big fan of friendships and brunches and wine and coffee Absolutely. and socializing and dishing. And I don't care if it's at my house or if it's at like a cute coffee shop or whatever. I, I gotta have it. I gotta Me have it. Me too. I mean, all of the same above. It's just all, it's, it's about finding you time. It's finding time with good mm-hmm. people and it's about, um, like having time for the fun things and then having time for nothing. Yeah. And if you can get all of those things in your schedule. In some capacity. I mean, and I feel like with everybody, it might be a little bit different. Maybe the one thing that you do for yourself is you go once a month and you get a pedicure. Right. But just make sure you get to do that. Mm -hmm. Like that one thing, because I feel like it's just super important to do even the smallest thing for yourself, whether it is a walk or it's, you know, or go in the bedroom, close the door, put whatever show, you know, binge watch Sex yeah. and the City and put a mask on and have a glass of wine. Like whatever, whatever it is, works you know, for you. It doesn't exactly. matter because if you are in social situations a lot, you just want to be alone probably. That's true. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's true. Yeah. There's such a million ways you could find to treat I feel yourself. Like maybe bit. just make a list of some of the things that you are like, what are your favorite scenarios? Make a mm-hmm. list of those things and try to do them you know, as often as you can. And if you have to just schedule, you know, schedule those in. So you have that time. So you're not, you know, losing your mind after neglecting yourself. Yeah. And you can kind of of even take note of the little things, the signs that, you know, you're starting to get to that point, the boiling point, your agitators and things like that. Like, Ooh, every time I start to feel whatever, Mm -hmm. then I know I better go give myself a little break. Go look at your list of things to do. Yeah. I feel like you, you kind of have to do that. I know for certain I am definitely a better person in all aspects of my life. If I just get to do a couple of those things that make me feel happy and it's not a selfish thing. That Mm -hmm. is one thing too. Like I feel like every now and then you'll kind of hear people, mostly women like, Oh, I can't do that. Oh my gosh. There's no time for that. You know, that's just like, I can't do that because I have to take care of this person, this person, and this person. However, if you're taking care of all those people and you're kind of like just mentally drained. And you drained, didn't put the mask on yourself first. <laughs> and you're angry inside. Yes. You're not really showing up for those Mm-mm. people the way that you normally you're would. You're miserably present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, so. it's important. So, 
Absolutely. Sure. Do you have any favorite things? I think, I mean, we're all on the same page here. I have the same types of things. I mean, I love to pour a glass of wine, you know, and just sit down and look at my magazines or read a book, listen to a podcast, um, learn something. I love to learn. So if I, if I can find something to read or listen to where I'm learning something, I'm like yeah. so happy, you know, and, and, and I feel like I'm being indulgent. So that's good. Um, yeah, that's definitely a favorite. And I love, you know, I think, you know, just my daily routines, getting up and having my little routines so that I feel like I get some of the more important things done because it's part of my routine and then yeah. try to fit everything else in. But um, it's important to take care of ourselves it is. And, and not feel bad about it. Yeah. And I feel like self-care is definitely something like we've been hearing about just on repeat, especially in the last like probably two years. And there's good reason for that. I mean, but the thing is to know that self-care is a million different levels and a million different things. So Mm -hmm. for some, it's like, you know, just maybe eating right and getting the right amount of sleep. Mm -hmm. And for others, it's glass of wine and binge watching a show and just having that time to kind of like come down from whatever the day or the week or whatever it was. Um, So we just, you know, you do you, but make sure that you're doing you right. Yeah. Yeah. balance it all. Yeah. Balance it all. (laughs) And if you feel like everything is kind of just up in the air and going crazy, you know, take a minute to step back, look at everything and, and set some time out for yourself because you are just as important as the people that you're, you know, taking care of. Mm -hmm. Know thyself and then treat it well. That's it. So we are so glad that you watched our little video today and We hope that you take good care of yourself. (laughs) Thanks for listening in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at fem.powerly.